Hello and welcome to the first episode in April of Diz After Dark, recorded live on the 1st of April 2019, April Fool's Day. Um, unfortunately, the only fool in this episode is me, um, because of course it's the start of a new month, which means another new intro. Now, I, I, I don't really know why I've continued to do this. I think it annoyed a few people, and so therefore... I found it quite funny, but the problem is I've kind of made a rough my own back. So here's another crappy intro. But after the intro, um, there's some great chat about the Fox merger and what that could mean for the parks. Uh, we look at Dumbo and its failure to launch, pun intended, and uh, some other stuff and more besides. So uh, enjoy the first April edition of Diz After Dark. Welcome to Diz After Dark We like to talk about Disney We talk about all the parts globally Sometimes we even talk about their movies Listen to Diz After Dark tonight Tell your friends about this show tonight Other Disney podcasts, they do exist But we don't sound like any other That's what makes us even more unique Even if my intro songs are rubbish Listen to this after dark tonight Just tell your friends about this show tonight So you're aware that took me about an hour. Hello and welcome to this April Fool's Day recorded edition of Diz After Dark. I am Nick and I mean, I am a fool, but that's not what I'm here for. Um, and I'm joined by a gang of other fools as well. So I'm going to go around and introduce first, starting obviously in age order, uh, Mr. D. Youngest first <laughs> Yeah, I didn't say I didn't say which which way round he is, did I? Um we are joined as well by Ryan. Good evening. I Sorry, will, can, I can already me. tell this episode is gonna be Talk an interesting shit. one. It's gonna be it's gonna be car crash, because uh, Craig is already talking over everyone else. And my dog <laughs> for some reason heard heard Craig talking has now come over to me. So what does that tell you? Um we are joined as well by well he's already introduced himself, basically Craig. Put your pants back on and the dog will leave you alone. And also P-Dubs for Washington. Buongiorno. Buongiorno indeed. And uh, we think that Amanda, aka Boston, and Mr Ripley will be joining us later on, but we shall see. That could be an April 4 in itself. Who knows? Now, we're going to start this show off as we do each and every week by going around and asking what everybody's drinking. I'm going to kick off because... I am drinking a beer that Ryan recommended. Uh-oh. Ish. Um, so I've got the Hogar- the Hogarden uh, Blanc. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Wit, wit Blanche, actually. Which, it says here, contains coriander and orange peel. Definitely contains orange peel. I didn't know about coriander. Yeah, that's that's the one That's the one we bought from the, the supermarket the other day. Yeah. Now, it's got instructions on this can, right? 
So the instructions are, chill beer, pour two thirds into a glass, swirl the cur- the can around, and then pour the rest of the beer in. Yeah. So that's what... Per- You've got the perfect head. Right, okay. Well, we all like perfect head. So I am going to try this out in my crappy Budweiser cup. So... Just Sacrilege, you need a Hogan glass. I haven't got doesn't one, sound, Ryan. Doesn't it sound like Nick's tap dancing? Oh, he's, a, he's annoying, that git, I tell you. He's, he's got away now because he realises he's not getting tickles. You can just see Nick with his big, massive head and his hair do. But then well, his, little, his little Irish legs doing a Speaking, Speaking of heads, I've poured about two-thirds in as it instructs me, and it's got a massive head on it. So oh, you've not tipped the glass, have you? I have tipped the glass. I used to work in a bar, and I had to pour... Like poor kind oh, of beer, right? Well, no, obviously oh, not. Dear. Right, anyway, it's not too bad actually. Like it's got it's got one of those continental foamy heads. So, right, I think that's it. So how now I can actually drink can we, it. How can we have mentioned head so many times in the first <laughs> minute? It's a challenge to myself, and not one of them's frozen. Oh, that's um, that's interesting. It's not horrible, but it, it doesn't taste like a regular beer. So, anyway, cheers, everybody. Um, Craig, I know that you're going to be letting us down tonight. So, what are you drinking? Uh, fresh air. There you go. Uh, Ryan, what are you drinking tonight? I'm drinking a freshly poured goose IPA from a brand new keg. It's the first of the keg. Oh, mm. Is that goose after the cat? Goose. don't know, but it's bloody strong. Oh. Yeah, I've had goose IPA as well. It's It's pretty kicky yeah. um p-dubs what are you drinking same as usual just the the black currant squash just the black currant squash and to our other resident alcoholic mr d what are you drinking okay i'm still on the record leg but uh, i'm on a different flavor this week is the um the wild berries or the um winter berries one Ooh. just in time Spring for british summertime yeah, yeah. <coughs> sorry you'll short this before day on it You'll uh, you'll be hearing the odd cough from me tonight because I'm I'm riddled with all sorts at the moment. Um, right, we've done the drinking. Um, we're going to go to the park news in just a second. But before we do, um, myself and Ryan met for the first time and actually went away together for the first time uh, just over a week ago. Um, and so, Ryan, I've given you a little bit of time. I just wanted you to sum up in about six words your thoughts about uh, our trip to Disneyland Paris. Six words exactly are a great trip with new friends. Ah, oh. I'll book a room, will ya? <laughs> I'm well, gel, taking my little Nicholas away from me. Uh, mine was great meeting Ryan. Uh, dirty Den. <laughs> That's, That's it. Yeah, I can't think of any others, but Dirty Den sums it up. And uh, that will never be talked about again. That's not going to be elaborated on any other podcast unless you have already, Ryan. Um, I, not. I mean, do you think I would mention it? <laughs> probably not, actually. That's, that's a good point. But uh, yeah, I'll share that photo with the rest of the group later on. Um, right, so that's out of the way. We're going to go over now and have a look at the latest in park news. The Dad Disney Parks News Roundup is sponsored by WP Magic Journeys to find great prices for your next Disney holiday as well as letting someone take the stress out of booking your fast passes and your dining reservations. Contact Wendy at wpmagicjourneys.com or wpmagicjourneys on social media. Mention 
it is after dark for a $25 off your deposit. It is the smart way to book your dream Disney holiday. Now, uh, I think I think we talked about the last episode about the Fox merger actually going through. Um, it got finalised just after the last episode went out. And I'm now going to pass you over to Craig. You had an idea. Well, I just thought it would be really nice to celebrate uh, the introduction of Fox uh, into the Disney family. And uh, I listened to Jim Hill this morning. Now, when Disney Disney bought Pixar for four-point-something billion, uh, very quickly they were integrated into the parks within days, within weeks. So... What are Disney going to integrate from Fox into the parks? Now, the rules are quite simple. One, retheming, right? And one, brand new attraction each, okay? Mm. So I'm going to go in age order, and I'm going to start with Mr. D also, because he's... Say that again then, what are we going to... Just, just since I'm getting old, just repeat the instructions again. <laughs> right, just hold the cone up to your ear so you can hear Yeah, I've got... Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yep. So one mm-hmm. Fox uh, overlay on an existing Disney attraction. So you're going to lose a Disney attraction, but you're going to yeah. retheme it to a Fox um, overlay. Right. Yep. And then one brand new attraction based on Fox. Oh, man. That was coming. Okay. Um,. So, let's have on to Buzz Lightyear. Now, nah, let's have Buzz Lightyear rethemed as Deadpool. So you gotta, you gotta shoot, you gotta shoot the bad guys. On, uh, There's gonna on be Buzz Lightyear. Of, uh, bum holes in that and everything, isn't it? Because he gets shot in the bum. Definitely. Yeah. Lots of that. And um, yeah. So that's that one, and then a new one. Uh, what about a, what about a virtual reality Simpson simulator? Oh no, wait, that's been done already. And um, let's, not, let's not do that then. <laughs> yeah, but badly. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What about a Star Wars um, episode? <laughs> New Hope attraction. On oh, wait a minute, they've done that as well. Um, oh good. God, Avatar, and that, no, wait a minute, they've done that as well. Um, actually, they've, they've done a lot of stuff, haven't they, really? Um, God, I'm struggling for a new one. Um, Do you want us to come back Pat, to you? Come back to me. Okay, yeah, Mr. Washington. Me. I know Mr. Washington's got something lined up. Yeah, so for my new attraction, um, I was going to go down the route of the Museum of the Weird that they had planned for Disneyland and go with Night at the Museum. Oh, like a walkthrough attraction through through the night at the museum with some animatronics coming alive as you walk past them and and things like that. I had a couple right. of I- ideas for the retheme, um, but I'm going to go for the one that I think pretty much sells itself, and is, that's turning the Tower of Terror into Die Hard. Oh, that's what I was going to say. What <laughs> are the odds? How could two people pick that one? That's like winning the lottery. Well, I don't know. Like, if you actually think about how many franchises there are at Fox, there's not a, a great, not as many as you'd like to think. No, really. 
And I have a couple of other ones, but we'll come back to them and see whether anybody else says them before I do. Go ahead, I'll do Nick next to give Ryan a chance to pick something else. Oh, for God's sake. Can we turn uh, Stitch into Alien Encounter with the proper alien this time? Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) 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 Um, I thought that was a little bit obvious, to be fair. Um, I think, uh, taking Mr. D's idea of Deadpool, I think we should have... um, Deadpool's uh, small world. Oh, I just, I just like to see what he'd do with it. To be honest, see, I had a Deadpool one as well, and I was going to change Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor to Deadpool, telling the jokes instead. Oh right. goodness me! Could you imagine? <laughs> okay, I, go I on, mean, Ryan. to take it a little bit. Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, oh no, go on, Nick. You, yeah, go on. No, I was just going to say, like, to kind of be a little bit serious about it. Like, what do we think the future is going to be? Because oh, it's obviously, be a brand new theme park. No, 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 no. No, what I was going to say was, in terms of obviously the biggest property that um, Fox have is actually The Simpsons, but by, by a country mile, by an absolute country mile. So you know that is obviously at the moment over at Universal now. Only for I, ten more years, I think. Well, that's what I was going to say because I, you know, I I don't know what the terms are, but I can imagine they were nothing like the Marvel deal. No, I, I, I believe, I was reading this the other day, and I believe it's a, it's not exactly 10 years, but it's about 10 years, I think, um, because they didn't at the time see The Simpsons as kind of a long-term franchise, which quite possibly it isn't, but I think they've got it for about 10 years, in which case Disney could either say, we'll pay us again, or they could um, take it themselves, but it's... I don't know what the limits are on whether Disney could open a Simpsons attraction tomorrow in Hollywood Studios or not. I don't know if the same limitations apply, but I know that Universal has the license for about another 10 years. Tower of Terror, Simpsons, take my money. There's a lot of things I could do on that, to be fair. My shorts. That'd be amazing. So come on, Ryan, what what have you got? Well, my original one was uh, Nakatami Plaza for Tower of Terror. Sweet. But it's good to see the two of us agree, which means it's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Um, but the other one I had was to create a rival to Halloween Horror Nights at Disney's Hollywood Studios and start incorporating franchises like Alien um, into the mix to to kind of uh, offset the damage that Halloween Horror Nights is doing to Disney. Which it is definitely. Oh, 100%. Disney. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, that park would be perfect. Home Alone like as well. You could have uh, two, oh. two, two almost killers after you. That that is definitely something they need to have a reboot of. I think, like they could quite easily reboot, um, Home Alone. Yeah, that fits. <clears throat> have you got one now, Paul, Mister D? Yeah, it was a, it was going to be a Home Alone attraction because it is the best fit, I think. So like a, a, a house, like a like a like a sort of a haunted mansion version of Home Alone instead of instead of scares, it's all scenes based on on the Home Alone movie. Well, my two is um, Alien Encounter or whatever it's called, um, Lilo and Stitch that one. Retheme that to Ice Age because they they got that now, haven't they? That, yeah, what's that? No, retheme it to Ice Age and Scrat is the little thing running around, yeah. So it's to to put it into uh, Tomorrowland, it'd be some sort of time travel experiment going back in time to the Ice Age 
and all the characters are in there, animatronic, blah, 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 uh, and the rest is history. And then the other one is to take the Transformers, Spider-Man, Ride technology, Ratatouille, um, all that type of technology, and do Alien versus Predator. That'd be cool. It's literally throw you in, in the middle of a battle between them two. I'll tell you what, though, the, the Halloween Horror Nights idea, they've obviously got Alien, they've got Predator, they've got um, 28 yeah, Days Later, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah. yeah. Casper the Friendly Ghost. The Omen. The Exorcist, yeah. The Hills Have Eyes. I, actually, no, Casper, Casper, I think, is universal, isn't it? Well, Not it says Casper the Friendly Ghost in film. Interesting, okay. Uh, Lake Placid. Wrong turn, taken. There's enough there for a, a Halloween Horror Nights comp- competitor easily. Well, hang on a second. Yeah. You tell me how Omen you're gonna put. Well. I, tell me you're gonna put taken into Halloween Horror Nights. <laughs> I will find you. <laughs> oh, I see. This is just an excuse for Japanese Liam Neeson to make an appearance on his podcast, <laughs> which I welcome. You know, if that's how you're gonna shoehorn him in, that's that's completely fine. Um, yeah, I can't imagine Disney putting a room that is used to sell, selling off women into an attraction. I'll be honest, yeah, you've got me there. You've got uh, the fly as well. Ah. One of the one of the more classic ones. I'm I'm just looking through like some of the more popular films and stuff like that from Fox. And I always forget this one. I don't know why because I I actually really really like the series. Um and that's Planet of the Apes. Oh, uh, yeah. I was looking at Planet of the Apes. And I, mm. yeah, imagine taking Indiana Jones stunt spectacular out. And doing it to Planet of the Apes instead. Whoa, See, that, whoa, whoa. one of my other ideas was Buffy going in the stunt show. Oh, oh. Buffy's already nothing though. Like, no, yeah, like, I mean, Indiana Jones is still relevant. Comes back. Huh? What they're talking about. They're still working on a new film. Yes, no, no Buffy, thanks. So. Unless they're going to again really reboot it. And look, you know, the first film was quite good. The series was obviously good, but it's just a bit done now. Unless Never seen really any of it. it. Mm. <laughs> um, they've got yeah. I'm just ISH is kind of its biggest franchise, isn't it? In terms of animation, they don't really do much in. There was Rio as well, but who cares about that? Um, well, that's the one that's going Is Rio? Oh God! In nice. Animal Kingdom. Yep. Oh, for God's sake! But everyone was saying that now the the biggest news was that Anastasia is now a Disney princess. Everyone was kicking off about that. Hey, no one cares. Anyone, no, anyone I that's I, I anyone, yeah, anyone that's change, that thinks that. Makeover, I take the take the Asage characters and t- turn them into animatronics, like Craig suggested, but put them on a B mode and then just put them on Exp- Expedition Everest. Just stick them up the top <laughs> in B mode. That work, I think. Yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> just on the top of the mountain. Yeah, with all the hair bands. Covered in hairbands. I will say, so that is quite interesting though, right? Is that just looking at the highest grossing films and stuff, like two of the top five are Fox films. Avatar and Titanic. Oh, Titanic attraction on one of the water parks. Brilliant. Yeah, why not? I mean, Typhoon Lagoon is a re-theme in the making right there. Yeah, just, yeah. just a slightly bigger boat. Yeah. <laughs> That could be its tagline, like during the advertising campaigns, when they turn it into Titanic Park, is we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> That'll keep the Universal Jaws fans happy. Is it Titanic or is it Blizzard Beach? The East Boats are a Blizzard Beach. 
Oh, well, that's, that's the confusion, isn't it? Because you're right about the icebergs, yeah. but then Typhoon Can Lagoon has the boat. Oh, Just yeah. the lazy river between them. Oh, my <laughs> God. You're floating on a door between the two parks. And you're yeah. not on rubber rings. You're on little Titanics. And the, kid, <laughs> the kids are on little blow-up icebergs. And yeah, you wouldn't be on lifeboats. There wasn't enough of them. Well, actually, what you could do... Fair for the women. What you could do is choose is choose one of the parks to be for the paupers and the other one to be for like the lords and ladies, because that's what the Titanic was like, wasn't it? It had like the section for like the poor people, and like yeah. all the extravagant stuff up the top. So maybe well, that's you what could do, do a two parks. Show in the in the wave pool every night for the climax <laughs> with Jack sinking and Rose on a raft and, and Celine Dion yeah. singing. Yeah. And everyone yeah. going, he could fit, he could fit. With all with all red flares, emergency flares going off. I mean, you've you've just guaranteed yeah. me never setting foot into a Disney water park ever again. You would be there. And just in in current in line with the current the current Disney policy, the deluxe guests they get a lifeboat on the lazy river, and the moderate guests they get a rubber ring. And if you're staying at uh, Pop Century or All Star, uh, sorry, you're drowning. You get a pocket full of rocks. You get to be used as a flight by the rich. oh yeah any more any more for any more because i mean the thing is i think obviously you know obviously the the big guns like you know the x-men franchise i mean they they're obviously going nowhere um i just i really think it's time that uh disney and universal sat down uh by universal i mean comcast theme parts division and just hammer something out because it's got to be killing Disney that they can't use Marvel. And they, they've got to sort something out, surely. Well, you, you'd, think that, you'd think that Disney now have got better properties to trade with Universal because they've got things like Family Guy. I mean, you know, that would be a good fit for a Universal part. I'm not sure it fits with the Disney part. <laughs> no, and, and I mean, the thing is, like, the, the Simpsons area... He's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I completely missed that. You are all missing one giant property. Hey! Hang on, are you are you suggesting you're the massive property? Because I mean, I wouldn't call you that, Chris, but you, I suppose, you technically are. In the words of Liam Neeson, "My willy's the size of a Pringle can." Um, I don't know if he's ever said that, but I hope he has. Apparently, it's true. I, I didn't know he yes. was Scottish. Other packet of crisps are available. <laughs> well, technically, Pringles aren't even crisps, are they? If we're going to go, if we're going to go that route, five percent. I'll tell you too. I follow a Disneyland Imagineer, and he said his ideal would be to overlay the whole of Future World with um, Futurama. Oh, oh my oh. God. Yeah, that would be his ideal. And then the other one, which is an absolute rumour, apparently is a, is a solid rumour, is that um, The Greatest Showman is now going to be shoehorned into the Cirque du Soleil at Disney Springs. That oh, would be that would be amazing. I mean, Ryan would obviously get front row tickets straight away, being such a big fan of that film as he is. One of the greatest films ever made. Um and funny enough, I, I don't trust your opinion on anything ever again. <laughs> we never what, did it. Just, 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 we, just because we of that. that. About three years ago, <laughs> right? He's made much wilder accusations than that. Let me tell you. Um, but they just announced today, or Hugh Jackman announced today, that they are um, in the beginning stages of a sequel to The Greatest Showman. So set in the nineteen seventies. Yes. It called, Nick? I don't know what's it called. 
<laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Ah. I Coming next summer, the sequel to one of the greatest movies ever made, Showgirls, the movie. <laughs> oh, is that a Fox property? They should definitely put that in the parks. <laughs> was that Liam Neeson then? No. Didn't nah, sound Japanese enough. enough. <laughs> Just hope I don't summon Ghost Silly. Okay, carry on. Um, Mr. Ripley, were there any other ideas that you... Uh, my my idea was Deadpool taking over It's a Small World. Uh, well, that that's just a given. That's we had Deadpool taking over the whole resort. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, he seems to be the only property that Bob Iger still is like, yes, we're keeping Deadpool. But apparently it, the um, Marvel contract is, is pretty sound at, at uh, Universal because it's so... Uh, basic in terms of its scope, whereas yeah. the Simpsons contract is very, very woolly, and apparently there is an end date on that contract, which they cannot renew unless both parties agree to it. Ryan's so heard about theory, ten years. Simpsons will be going away. Yeah, Ryan's heard about ten years, but we're not. We haven't got concrete on that. Mm. But to but, be fair, that ride won't last another ten years. <laughs> yeah. no. it won't last another ten months at the current rate. Just put it back to being Back to the Future. Exactly. Yeah. Please, everyone. Good idea. Reboot Back to the Future. Back to that. No, no. Let's not. We don't have to do that. He's fishing. Why don't not? don't take it. We'll talk. We'll talk reboots later. Had, actually, Disney had that they'd they'd launch an animated version of Back to the Future. Only. Yeah. They go in reverse. Of they are it's called live Rick action movies. Rick and Morty. I'll be more on board <laughs> with that. Probably what you get with these Fox movies, you'll probably get an animated version of Titanic. Oh, that'd be boss. Just Rose on that be a princess, Princess Rose. Just yeah. on that Fox, just on that Fox thing as well. Before we talk about more part stuff, um, have you heard the rumor about the second X Men film that's coming out this year? So they've got a big X Men film coming out in June, I think. Oh, well, you say big, it's not going to be. You don't think so? No, no. it's going to crash. <laughs> Really? Oh, I, like, I like the X-Men films. It's going to absolutely burn. I actually think they, this one looks pretty good. Some of the best superhero films you've ever made. Nope. So, um, yeah, so we've got... Is it Dark Phoenix it's called? Yeah. 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 So that's coming out in June, and there was a second film which was originally supposed to come out last year called The New Mutants. Yeah. Had a load of reshoots. Uh, well, well, no, apparently no. they haven't. I was going to say... We're supposed to have a load of reshoots. Apparently, they didn't actually take place. And it's got delayed again till August, which is the dumping season. And now there's rumours that it might not actually get released at all and it might go straight on to Disney+. Plus. Has it got all the main cast in it? No. No. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, this is this was like uh, an attempt at a... Well, I suppose a spin-off, really, from the main franchise. Don't stink out Disney+. Plus. Well, got, they've got to put content there's an, on there. There's a big announcement on Disney Plus. I think it's the 12th of April, is it? Yeah. Something like it is, isn't it? Yeah. So I think we're going to get some meat on the bones and maybe a price point. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Price point will be one dollar less than Netflix, <laughs> or one dollar more. No, it's different. They've, they've already said it's going to be less than Netflix. Apple have already thrown their hand in. They haven't given a price, but it's already a saturated market, so they're going to go for the premium, and it'll be something like fifteen dollars, and it'll be shit. The wor- yeah, the worst, but per- the worst <laughs> person in the whole of that discussion is Steven Spielberg. Oh, without doubt. So yeah, Netflix doesn't deserve to win an award. I'm going to sign up for Apple. <laughs> very, very, very odd way of. Uh... 
advertising yourself before you announce yourself for a streaming service. I thought. <laughs> it's so uh, Hey ho. Uh, that's not what I call Steven Spielberg, by the way. Um, right. Um, did anyone have any other, I've got a bit of part news, but did anyone have anything else they wanted to bring to the table? Go on, P-Dubs. Uh, so the first bit of news is, I don't know whether anybody saw it, but there's been a credit card breach at mm-hmm. Disney Springs. Um, Planet Hollywood, uh, Buca de Pe- Beppo and Chicken Guy, Earl of Sandwich, um, have all had problems over the last nine months to 12 months. Um, that credit cards have been hacked. <laughs> is there a Book uh, of the Pepo at Disney Springs? Yeah. I never even I knew so. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, some some major problems there that that's only come out today. Excellent. Um, I love a bit of credit card fraud uh, being under the radar. Just yeah. happens to tie in when Guy Fieri turned up. No coincidence that. Well, <laughs> man's got to buy himself some new shades and some new shirts. <laughs> Can't have enough. That's a hair dye. I just use his uh, bleach. Doesn't even use. <laughs> Not cheap that. A decent bleach isn't cheap. I, I yeah, Tesco economy. That big blue bottle next to the toilet, that's what he uses. Um, that's that's worrying. Uh, thankfully, I haven't used my credit card at Disney Springs anytime recently, so that's good news for me, but uh, pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty bad. Yeah, fairly bad. Uh, and then the other, the other bit of news, and Ryan has an opinion on one of, one of those. Uh, two new attractions opened um, over the last week or so. Um, the first being Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, Nano Battle out in Hong Kong. I watched it. It's it's basically just a retheme of Buzz Lightyear. No! Yeah, it's really... But not Deadpool. look great at all. No, it, it is literally just exactly the same ride. They've just rethemed what you're shooting at, basically. Is it, is it screens or is it cardboard cutouts? There's a, there's a few screens and then there are some practical effects as well but uh the screens aren't what you're shooting at they're just kind of inserts of of paul rudd and evangeline lily basically i'd like um, to insert paul rudd yeah but yeah other than that it didn't it didn't grab me sadly hmm. um but and the other one that uh, i know ryan loved the look of this morning is uh lightning mcqueen's racing oh, Academy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What, what is it exactly? is that an attraction is it He's very angry on Twitter, isn't he? He's a very angry young man. Who, Lightning McQueen? I didn't know he was on Twitter. Mr. Ryan. He's going to take your soapbox. Mate, I've, look, I've, I've, I hung around with him for four days last week. I, I've, you know, I've, I've come to learn a lot about Ryan. And uh, they could remake 12 Angry Men with just a mirror and Ryan. <laughs> Multiple mirrors, obviously. Um, yes, yeah, so what, what is Lightning McQueen's driving academy then? It basically is... You go into a theatre like you normally would, and it's kind kind of similar to what you get with Turtle Talk and Stitch Live, but they don't don't really interact with the crowd. But there's a, an animatronic Lightning McQueen that comes out on stage and, and talks a projected mouth and things like that. It's quite clever technology, and then he kind of has a race with Chick Hicks on a big screen that goes around the the room, and and that's it. Really, do you get to enter him at any point? Well, that's that he's the only one that likes to enter Lightning McQueen. <laughs> well, it's a driving school, so how do you how do you learn how to drive without getting any? 
CAT boys. You know, they've taken they've taken the the technology that they used in the last film. Basically, it's it's a simulator. Um, shit. Where does yeah, that? it doesn't it doesn't look great. It's it's fairly good technology that they're using, but it's not interactive and it's not anything special. It's in Hollywood Studios. It's not right next door to Rock and Roller Coaster. It's so it's edge filler. Yeah. Oh. It's it's to take people away. It's to take the smaller families away. I think. Mm, good luck with that. Yeah. yeah. That'll be but shot in a year. The animatronics <laughs> clever, um, but. But other than that, it's it's nothing new. What's the animatronic like compared to the ones you get in Disneyland? Because, I mean, those animatronics are pretty amazing. Well, this one obviously doesn't drive, but it's got a it's got a bigger bigger range of motion. Because mm-hmm. it's it's on stage. It's obviously on something that's that's moving it. Um, so it kind of it turns to you while it's talking and and things like that, and kind of moves along the stage as it's doing it. Um, so it's fairly clever in, in that sense that it's it's probably using that same technology that we saw with with Bell for for Tokyo, but in a less functionary way. Probably, mm. it's kind of I think it's the start of of that technology. I mean, I think yeah, everyone summed it up. It, it just sounds like filler, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. Um, it's it. I mean, where it's based, like where it's been placed as well, sounds temporary. Um, the well, whole is, thing just doesn't. Been a temp- that's always been temporary down there. It was what was used for those um, villains' parties, right? Um, so it's through those gates, right next to Rock and Roller Coaster. Honestly, they just they... kept on with the villain parties. They used that space for um, Star Wars weekends as well. They used to put yeah. the the shop in there. Yeah, the Darth Maul was there. Yeah, still the best thing they ever did with that character. Um, <laughs> I mean, look, if they want to, if they want to, like, get crowds away from Galaxy's Edge, don't bother opening up crappy attractions like that. Just put the uh, McDonald's fry carts back out. They were always busy. Get the nugs on sale. <laughs> There's a show title. Um, who else had some part news? I've got some. Go on, Mr. Ripley. Um, Disney's Riviera Resort um, has started selling for existing DVC members. Interesting. Yeah. So the the European styled um, uh, hotel, which apparently is going to be uh, twenty seven people that all hate each other, but they all hate England more, um, are going to be uh, gathered together. And um, yeah, so it's um, it actually sounds like quite a nice hotel. In fairness, it's big though, isn't it? It's Huge. big, and it will be on the Skyliner. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which I tell you what I saw the uh, I saw some test footage from it the other day. It, it goes pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah, they got to churn those guests through, haven't they? Yeah, I was quite surprised. Mm-hmm. They got to make up for no air conditioning. That'd be people like guest meter galaxy's edge. So the, right, the building these bigger and bigger and bigger hotels, and the building more hotels, and these parks, as you can see on Tim Tracker's videos this week, are absolutely rammed. Mm. Now I booked. Um, or booked, depends where you come from. Booked. Booked. I booked um, Nanny and Grandad's uh, disabled ECG things to, to wheel them around in the, the parks uh, the other day. A phone director, a fella in Florida who's lived there since 1990, blah, blah, blah. I had a big chat with him. Now, he told me Disney, uh, everything that Disney are doing now is getting the, the pieces in motion, the pieces of chess in motion to do checkmate and open a fifth gate. 
the, the oh, getting. It's, it's exactly it's what coming. Universal's doing, isn't it? With, the, it's with the, the, all the hotels. Yeah. It's days away. It's imminent, he said. They're going to get Star Wars open and running, and then it'll be announced. And then he told me the Universal one they've already started on it. Well, that's not really, but. Well, they might be clearing a bit of rubble or whatever, but. Well, apparently, with the Universal one, they keep changing their mind of what they're going to put in it. So whilst they're building all the infrastructure at the moment, um, they keep changing what land they're having and what they're going to actually put in it. Which they even put out why they haven't announced anything officially yet. Well, this is it. They even put out a, um, a survey last week asking people their opinions. Just interesting, isn't it? So, sounds odd. Leave it to the people to decide. That worked really well for Brexit. Well, exactly. Exactly. Fifty-two <laughs> percent of the people. Monsters. And 48 want um, yeah. fantastic beats or something, yeah. Give them a fantastic monster before they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give them something that nobody likes. <laughs> what we got now, really? Could they pull off a screen based Jaws attraction? No, no. okay, just putting it out there. <laughs> I think they could do it. I think they could do a house, though. I do think they could do a Jaws house in Halloween Horror Night, yeah, yeah. I think they could. And you walk out of fish and chips. Oh, well, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Chum. Yeah. No, I, I agree. They definitely yeah. could do one. Wow, well, yeah. Right, anyway, go ahead. Carry on. Crack on. What's next? I don't no, I don't, I don't, I thought, we didn't know how many stories you had. Oh, no, that was it. It was just oh, okay. It's a slow news week. It is <laughs> a slow news week, isn't it? I, I, it is, yeah. I know... Um, when we look at our download stats, the audience is, is probably about 70 to 80% American. So they always love it when I talk about Disneyland Paris stuff on here. Um, but I do think it was just worth mentioning that as part of the um, ongoing Marvel expansion that's happening in the studios, uh, we lost two attractions in Disneyland Paris's studios yesterday. Um, lost them? Well, I didn't know they were lost a long time ago. <laughs> we, 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 we wish. Um, so Disney Junior Live... Looks like Bruce Willis. <laughs> Disney, Disney Junior Live closed yesterday, which hadn't been updated, I think, since it opened. So it was very out of date anyway. Um, so it's not going to be missed by many. Um, and not to get it out of date before it even opened. That is very true. It was. Um, and that, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if many of our American listeners know, but we had an Armageddon attraction, opening day attraction at the Walt Disney Studios. And it was um, a bit like a really crappy version of Earthquake but set on a space station instead. So you had those kind of, you know, the room shook and fire and stuff. Uh, I'm a sucker for like special effects attractions anyway. So I always had a, a little soft spot for it, but I mean, it wasn't very good. Um, and that's been cleared. Armageddon will be making way for Spider-Man. Um, and from what we understand, the space use of Disney Junior Live is going to become a Doctor Strange kind of meet and greet attraction so that's the rumor that that's not been confirmed the armageddon spider-man thing that's definitely confirmed they've shown the uh the artwork for it but um yeah so uh yeah i mean otherwise i think like you said chris it's been a really quiet period for news smoking ban oh ice ban well that is the one that got me even more so that's gotta be a security thing the smoking ban is the smoking yeah, ban is is an interesting one because um, unlike unlike Disneyland Paris, 
um, and, and most Disney females really, um, they had some like quite you know well known smoking areas, and people were generally more respectful than you get in other parks. Um, and and they're going, and they don't take up a lot of room. And I I mean I regardless whether you smoke or not, I don't think you should stand there smoking in queues and, and everything like that. I, I completely understand that. And anyone that's been to Disneyland Paris, you know, it, it's it's rife everywhere. But um, I I don't know if eliminating smoking from the parts completely is potentially a good, a good move. It'd be interesting to see what Universal do. Because Universal could really play up on it, on the fact that you can smoke in their parks. Or they could follow suit and go, actually, we're going to be smoke-free as well. What's interesting is that um, I, I kind of agree. I mean, I'm a fan of them removing it completely, but I don't smoke, so I'm kind of one-sided. But what's interesting is that a couple of people on Twitter responded saying, when I said weed weed was a really big problem in Paris, and mm. we smoked it quite a lot. And a few people were saying that they had similar problems in Disneyland over in California. No, so, I was one of them. Yeah, you were one of them. Mm. And... Uh, and I think that's interesting. Maybe that's part of it in that it's not a nice, it's not a particularly nice smell. And it's even worse when people have got kids with them. And when I was in Disney World last year, I was trying to get from one area of Frontierland to the next. And I was walking along the, the wooden pathway to the right. Totally forgot that it was a smoking zone. And it, yeah, it wasn't fun. So I, I, like, I get it. Like, it does make sense. But at the same time, I can understand why people are a bit upset about it. So it'll be interesting to see like what happens, you know, with anything is initial outrage and then let's see what, you know, what actually happens. Um, I don't think it's going to affect attendance. Like, you know, people are going, well, I'm never going there again. Yeah, you will. Um, you just have to pop outside to have a smoke, but, um, why, do we think why do we think they've done it though? Well, I think like Ryan said, I think in a way, because marijuana is becoming more and more legal, across the United States that yeah, it's, but it, it, it's also dead that. space in it. It's also dead space in the park. Yeah. So you could put mm. a cart there now and sell something. They're not, yeah. they're not that big though, are they? Well, the the is not going to, is not going to drive people, you know, if you're a smoker, right. And I'm not, but if you're a smoker and you've been in the park for like eight hours and you're desperate for a ciggy, isn't it going to drive people to say, come on, let's go, you know, the, the grownups and pull the kids out of the park. Well, you know the smoking area at the bottom of Main Street in the Magic Kingdom, um, mm. over to the right, yeah, sort of behind the parasols. Yeah, um, it was yeah. a really crowded night, and my wife, my wife and I, we went into the um, ice cream parlor and had two ice cream sundays, and we went out into that area and, and ended up in the smoking area eating those ice creams, but it was absolutely empty. Well, I mean, uh, the other the other thing as well is that you've got smokers, you've got vapors. The the people that smoke weed really come in under the same, you know, they come under the first the first bit. Um, and I've had this when I've been at an airport. So a lot of airports obviously don't let you smoke, but in Europe they seem to still have smoking areas. Now, if I wanted to go and vape, I would have to go into the smoking section, which is awful. Because they're these like rooms with fans in, essentially, where everybody is like smoking whatever they want to smoke, and it's it's absolutely awful. Um, so, I mean, smoking itself is a lot more of a nuisance. Vaping isn't as much as of a nuisance, but 
I don't know the, the whole. I mean, it's, it's scent, different... I think. I think like if you're if you're if you're vaping and and if I'm being honest, Nick, you are a right pain in the ass. No, I'm joking. Um, I am. It's um it's not too much of a problem um with vaping, but it depends on the scent. I think if someone's got a really sweet scent and they're blasting it in people's direction, it is annoying, and which is fine. Ninety percent of the time, but like I, I in don't the evenings where the parks are rammed, I don't I agree. Think... I don't think you should be doing that anyway. Like it doesn't matter what you're vaping, like it, like smoking. I, I, people that smoke shouldn't be blowing it in the direction of anybody. If you're going oh, to smoke, agree. like I, I completely agree. Aim for the skies, whatever. Um, and the the other problem with with vaping is that you know I've got like a little pen which doesn't produce that much uh, vape. But you do get people, because of the number of things you can buy, you do get people that have these like massive tanks where it is like a dragon has just oh, snorted. I've got friends who have got a car battery on a roller skate carrying a microwave-sized vaping device in their left hand. That is Liverpool. Just, just to vape. And the stench of them is obnoxious. I find Yeah, Absolutely. A, a, and that's and, it, and it's a problem because that's the minority, right? And and Nick, you're right. Like the device that you have isn't causing anyone any problem, but, but it's the minority also, that, that are causing the issues. I don't understand. Like vaping come out to get people off smoking, to wean them off the tobacco and and the nicotine and all that type of stuff. Now you've got people who are vaping just because they like the taste of refreshers. Well, yeah, because all about it's 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 very weird, isn't it? In that. Um, you can have it with nicotine or without, and I don't really get why you want to do something like that without nicotine. Surely that's why people smoke in the first instance. But regardless of that, the, the the whole thing is is that because you can't because you can't control what people have and what people do, you've got to take it away. So I I, I get it. Like people, it's like anything, isn't it? If you're too obnoxious with something and you're causing too much of a nuisance, eventually it's going to catch up with you. Which leads me to the next thing that they ban, which is those wagons. Now, fuck for that. I am. I mean, they are a pain. All over that because those wagons are an absolute pain in the ass. Um, I really don't get why people think they need these stupidly large wagons. Look, they they are what you have in your garden when you are cleaning out your leaves from, you know, the autumn fall, right? When you've got, like, piles of piles of leaves. That's what they that's what they originally were designed for. Not for carrying your kids. Use a buggy like any normal person. You do not need to take with you a wagon so you can store all your bits in there just to use a buggy, for fuck's sake. So I've got no problem with that because th- those things, I think, are an absolute menace. Uh, Shotbox allowed. <laughs> Almost. Almost. Um, so there's that. That's good news. Now, the other thing which does worry me a little bit, and I'll explain why, is is the other thing, which is the buggies. So they are now putting a restriction on the size of buggies. Now, again, most buggies are to a standard size anyway, so it doesn't affect that many. Um, this is going to affect some double buggies. Now, I've had to use a double buggy, and they're, they're horrible things, but you don't use them because you want them. You use them because you have to use them. So they are clunky, um, but that's not really what I'm that bothered about so much. It's the larger sizes because my son at the moment is in a specialist buggy because he's four and a bit and he wouldn't fit in a normal buggy. So he's got a you know special brand of buggy that 
fits children that are, are older um, because they still need to, to have access to a buggy. Now, I think, looking at the specs, that his buggy would be one that's uh, that kind of goes out of their guidelines. But he's he's got that because of his disability, not because we want him to, because he needs it. So I think that is that's going to be a trickier one because if you've made a limit guideline, how do you go past that because somebody's disabled? Yeah, I do. I think it's interesting as well. This announcement came from the the Disney Mom panel, um, rather than Disney. I know they're one and the same, but it's almost like Mom's approve, so it's all fine. Um, so I thought it was a bit weird that it, I know it was on the Disney Parks blog, but it was very much the the Mom panel that were pushing all, all three of these announcements out. Um, I thought it was an interesting tact for Disney to try and. I think rein in the amount of backlash from parents. Mm. All right, so that that's the one that interests me the most because that's the one that's going to affect me more than than any other. Because I've got to be honest, I don't really take ice into the parks. I mean, it's a weird, it's a, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't. I've never seen anyone take ice into the parks, but obviously it must happen. It seemed like a very weird announcement after the other three. Oh, it's dry ice, isn't it? No, it was loose, dry, loose ice, it said. Dry ice bomb. Yeah, I think what, you, what you'll get is you get people who take these cool boxes in and they'll just pack them full of ice. So they have loads of food and drink and snacks and stuff in there and just pack them full of ice. Somebody went to prison for it, didn't he, a couple of years ago. Uh, they put a dry ice into a drink, a bottle, put the lid on it and put it into one of the bins and it exploded and caused right. panic. Right. Well, I know I know about panic in the park, so <laughs> I, I get that. Um, <laughs> like panic at the disco. Nah, uh, so slightly, but not quite as funky. Uh, if I'm honest. Um, yeah, I mean the dry ice thing I get. It was more the loose ice that I didn't really understand. Apparently, um, that's for all safety reasons. Apparently, they're worried about people dropping it and then someone else slipping over it. That's nonsense. They have loose ice everywhere in the parks. They have spilled drinks everywhere in the parks. Like, how many kids like drop a like, cup of Coke on the floor? And also, where they sell those like spray bottle things with the fans, they're literally in containers full of loose ice that I always see people grabbing. Yeah. And then throwing the ice on the floor. So the loose ice isn't coming from people. It's coming from those containers. I always put down everyone's knickers when I, when I get a handful of that. Uh, now we know the reason why they've banned it. Yeah, yeah. John Lester alert. Um, so enough John Lester talk. Let's go on to uh, the outside of the park news. The Diz After Dark general news is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. For all things Halloween Horror Nights at both Hollywood and Orlando, visit HHNUnofficial.com. I think um, I think the big one this week, which I'm going to talk about a little bit later on as well, is uh, is Dumbo, shit. which was supposed to soar. Talk shit. Uh, well, no, <laughs> right. So, right. So, already tonight we've had Craig turn around and say the greatest showman is one of the greatest films ever made. I love it. It's not. Um, and we're now having Craig turn around and say that film is dog shit because he hasn't seen it and it's not done as well as the box office as people predicted. Not a correlation, by the way. That doesn't actually mean anything. Um, 
I, I, I think I'm the only one just that's seen Dumbo. Just because you're having a midlife, midlife crisis now, and every <laughs> film that you watch, you actually are coming out. Dog shit films, by the way. You're coming out and saying, oh, it's not too bad. That actually, no. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. Are you making this comment because I was like praising Paddington 2 the other day? Yeah. Which, I mean, if you haven't seen Paddington 2, you're an idiot. For even so, having that opinion because it's absolutely amazing and everyone not, thinks so. Nothing annoys me more than talking lions than talking bears. So don't start me. Well, it's, it's it's one talking bear. There's a load of talking bears. There's Winnie the Pooh. Uh, there's Paddington, and there's uh, in one film. Blue, blue. Yeah, in one film. Listen, if you don't get on with it, I'm going to give you a hard stare. <laughs> See, Mister D knows. He respects it. Um. And not at all. Like, there's been plenty of films that I've seen recently that have been absolutely horrible. Just because I like Mary Poppins Returns. I'm sorry about that. Oh, um, God. See? You guys are six. I mean, you didn't love it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just, I th- but I thought it was better than most people. Anyway, um, it, it opened up to uh, predicted as we go to record this show uh, about $45 million opening Ooh. weekend, which uh, Disney were predicting 50 Industry experts were predicting 50 to 60, so it's slightly underperformed. I don't think it's a disaster in terms of its performance. Um, if you compare it to like Christopher Robin and Pete's Dragon, it's obviously outperforming those quite significantly. Um, I totally forgot they did Pete's Dragon. I still haven't seen it. No, I haven't. Um, my wife and oh. child did, and, and they didn't really rate it very highly, but uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 not done as well as people expected. I I, I don't know. I don't know why it hasn't. Um, I think Tim Burton's been putting uh, people off a little bit. I think the fact that there's so many remakes coming out this year might be another. Um, I think people are still going to see Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel's still doing really well. It's in my top ten Marvel films, Nick. Well, there you go. Right, there you, right, there you, right, there there you go. You cannot t- you You're cannot turn here. around. I, I and say that about Captain Marvel. Oh, I've had enough. I'm going. Fine. <laughs> bugger off. Just bugger off then. He already has. And, and, well, it's about time. He won't be back it's again. about bloody time. It'll, I'll tell you, it'll be back to yeah. him soon. That's the problem. Yeah. Um, and known, also... If I'd known just tell him to bugger off, would have made him bugger off, would have told him that years ago. Exactly. <laughs> um, and also, us is doing really well. Now, funnily enough, I'm actually going to be recording a podcast very soon talking about my reviews of both Us and Dumbo. And one comes out a lot more favourable than the other. And you might be surprised at which one that is. But that's doing very well. Us is doing very well for, a, a, I don't know, a horror film. I think that's what it's being classed yeah. as. Um, Appropriate today as well, because uh, Twilight Zone starts. Yeah, it's not on Netflix though yet, is it? No. Ah, Won't be until tomorrow. I don't. Well, no, they haven't announced it for, for Netflix. No, I don't think. I'm not sure. I haven't. There's been no air date in the UK whatsoever announced. No, no. they've they've got um, Star Trek. Uh, is it Enter- No, it's not Enterprise. Is it? What's it called? Star Trek Discovery. Discovery. Yeah. yeah. But I but I don't have all the uh, the CBS shows, so I'd be interested in where that finds a home. I reckon Sky or E4 probably. But anyway, we're going off topic. So Dumbo. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if Disney will be cacking their pants just yet at it, but um, it must be a bit of a concern. It's done well everywhere else. It was day and date release like Captain Marvel was, and it's it's done pretty well everywhere. It's 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 got to number one everywhere it's been released, pretty much. 
Mm. So it's doing all right, but um, mm. yeah, I wonder what the future holds for that. Um, was there any other news that people had? Only I will say I've just been doing some um, <clears throat> research on the Riviera. The points per room are almost the same as Bay Lake Tower. Oh, Jesus. That's high. I mean, it sounds great, but it looks quite average. Mm, it does. As a hotel. Like, it just looks like any hotel that I could stay in in any city in the world. But bear in mind, it's not actually near anything. So you've got to get on the Skyliner to go anywhere. Yeah. I that's, like that's crazy. And walk to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. That's crazy expensive. Uh, a bit weird. I've got to be honest. Like my my preferred place to stay, uh, if I'm staying at Disney, is something that's got a bit of a thing to it. I've never really. I mean, I'm not saying the DVC, so I don't know. But what I've seen of the inside of DVCs, they seem very almost hotel like. I tell you, the one one of the only exceptions is the one that I I'm not a DVC member, but I still stay at this hotel. Actually, both of these hotels that I'm going to mention is Olkey West, which is one of the originals. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. are both amazing hotels that are themed mm-hmm. incredibly well. And it just seems that now most of the DVC things they're producing are just boring. I wonder if that's why. I'm, I wonder I'm if a it's... huge fan. But I wonder if that's, yeah. if that's got something to do with it, Mr. D. I wonder if that is part of the plan, that it's easier for them to just knock things up and have them quite generic rather than really try and put some effort into them. I mean, looking at the rooms, they do look quite nice. Mm. You know, they're well appointed. Um, I mean, Old Key West is a is a stunning hotel. Like in terms of its location, yeah. it's it's quick service, it's dining location, and as well as you can get on the boat to Disney Springs, which is amazing. Like it's such a nice hotel, and this one, as actually a lot of DVC DVC stuff since have just not been up to that standard. I tell you what, I was really disappointed mm. with um, when we went out last time we stayed for one night only in a club level room in a beach club Mm. and it was really really sort of basic and sparse and wasn't worth what we paid for it that's interesting so i was going to stay there this year beach club for my honeymoon but we decided to go back to animal kingdom lodge because we know it and and love it Mm. yeah but the beach club you're 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 paying for that that sweet sweet epcot place yeah, I mean, well, I mean, obviously Riviera, it's going to have some good, some good points because it's going to be on the Skyliner, so you're, you're pretty close to Epcot, be easy to get to Epcot in the studios, and mm. they're going to have this rooftop restaurant. Is there a bar up there as well? Yeah, um, where you're going to be able to watch good. the fireworks. Yeah, so you know, it's going to have a lot of good amenities, but yeah, I so mean, far, yeah. I don't know about theming. It's a hotel that I'll go and I'll get on the Skyliner, go there, check out the bar, eat at the restaurant, and then go back to my hotel. Mm. The really ironic thing about the room we stayed at in Beach Club it was that it was literally the furthest room away from the lobby. So it was almost as though it was in World Showcase. So every time we had to go, mm. Ep- we wanted to go Epcot, we had to walk all the way back to the sodding lobby to then walk all the way to Epcot. Oh, that's shocking. Yeah. Climb out the window. Yeah, we actually did think that. But we did find a halfway down a fire exit, which we started using, but we don't know if we were meant to go through that door or not. So, Your club level, you could do what you want. Exactly. You've seen this magic band? You see what this means? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> but still, I'm using the fire exit. <clears throat> One thing that, just going back to what we were talking about earlier about the Fox uh, deal, this is outside the parts though, is 
Um, I don't know if anyone else picked up on this. They've closed down Fox 2000. Oh, no, I didn't see that. Now, Fox 2000... So Fox had a, a few different subsidiaries. So there was obviously 20th Century Fox, which is the main one. Um, Fox Searchlight, which seems to be more kind of low-budget, uh, independent-type films. And Fox 2000 was kind of like the one in the middle. A little bit more arty, a um, little bit more risky. Um, but you, you, there was quite a few... They, they had quite a few famous films that came out on that label. So um, The Devil Wears Prada was Fox 2000, uh, and The Life of Pi was another one, which was mm. quite a big film, but yeah, wasn't it was. wasn't quite, uh, you know... 20th century Fox level. So it, it filled a gap to me. Um, and I mean, I like both those films. I mean, they also did things like um, the fault in our stars, which, you know, not, you know, I'm not a teenage girl, so I haven't watched that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that was quite, that was quite um, close to them announcing the, the takeover that they announced they were closing it. That's one of the first main things they've done. And apparently Hollywood's quite uh, shocked by it. Well, the thing I mean, is, it's not going to be the first, is it? It's going to, there's going to be a lot of job losses coming up. Well, this yeah. is it. You see, Disney have sort of kept the lid on that, but really and truly, they're not going to duplicate loads of stuff up for the sake of it. And, and I know for a fact that if you take their licensing department, uh, apparently they've just not been signing off or agreeing to anything over the last few months because they're saying, well, we're going to get amalgamation and folded into Disney and we don't know who's going to be here, we don't know who's not going to be here, so we're just not going to be doing mm. anything. I mean, I think it's going to be a, a while until we get Marvel over. Fox Marvel over into Disney. It will happen. I think they, they said were like it was going to be like roughly like middle to late of next year before they would even think about starting production on the movie. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is definitely going to be some kind of crossover. It will be can... the phase after the phase that it's happening after Endgame. Whatever. Yeah. I can't remember what phase we're on now. Phase, I think, isn't this phase four we're in now? So it'll be phase will, six, I think. This is phase three. We're just about to finish. Oh, yeah, okay, so, so phase five, phase I think, four. is where the X-Men will come in. Hmm. I think we'll get Fantastic Four before that. I do as well. Ugh. No, it's about time. Like the thing is, it's a good, it's a good, um, it's a good franchise. It's just that no yeah, one seems the, to be able to know, adapt the, it. No one the cares. Is, for like it. the main mm. four, the, the villains and the. The supporting characters are interesting, but the main four characters are so dull in their powers when we've had such a, an amazing set of superheroes over the last 10 years. I don't know. They're going to have to pull out something really special to make someone that can turn themselves invisible interesting. Well, I mean, they could always add Herbie the Robot to the roster. That worked wonders for the cartoon. That is a very, very, even for me, that's a very niche joke. But, <laughs> but like to, to cut a very long story short, there was some rights issue with a thing back in like the seventies or something, and so they when they did a Fantastic Four cartoon, they couldn't use the thing, so they had to introduce Herbie the Robot. But this is it, right? Like, why would you why would you use the thing over continuing to use the Hulk? Because they own him. <laughs> yeah, but it's just it's like they're basically for for most people. I know they're not the same, but. They're like, well, you know, he's just a bit rocky, that guy. Like, what's the difference? Boom, ching. True. I, I mean, it'd be what I think would be really nice is if um, if Disney decided to uh, finally release properly the Roger Corman version of the Fantastic Four. 
which isn't as bad as everyone says it is. I mean, it's, it's pretty bad, but it's not that bad. Craig the guy inside the Nick, the Nick Hammond Spider Man. Oh, like let's let's never mention Nick Hammond Spider Man again. Okay, <laughs> that's that's one reference too far. I think where they would where they would do well is introducing the Fantastic Four through a Silver Surfer movie. Yeah, but they, yeah. I think they've got to they've got to mix into it existing established characters to try and yeah, you know what I mean. You can't just give reboot it again. Point, yeah, give some kind of appeal to it. You know. Yeah, Spider Man's got a bit of history of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, that would yeah. work well. Well, because... that's only going to continue that agreement though. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. they're gonna have to because, to be honest, like Sony don't seem to know what to do with that franchise without Marvel's input. So, well, I guess the question is: Are Disney gonna continue that agreement? Yeah. Do it's... heroin addicts like heroin? Of course they do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope they do. Spider-Man's my favorite character. Yeah, I think I think it's a win for all, for all parties. I mean, I, you know, obviously, I'm sure Dizzy would love to just have him back in the fold, full stop. But oh, please, God, can we stop that Morbius movie from happening? Uh, unfortunately, not. And I've refused to look at any of the onset pictures because who's who's that tit who's playing him? Yeah, I hate him. Oh, yeah, he's he's. Uh, yeah, that yeah. Uh, it's like when you said the Joker, I had to try and think through who's played the Joker. Yeah, he's played the Joker as well. Yeah, very why badly. are you introducing all these villains without Spider-Man? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Is it contractual, though? Uh, well, so. yeah, effectively, and this is what happened with uh, characters like the Punisher, anyone that has those rights has so so long to do something with them or else they'll go back to the uh, the original owner of Marvel. So that's why you got some Punisher films, and then when they decided not to do any more, it went back to Marvel. Same with Ghost Rider. Didn't they have to um, fast track um, Spider Verse? Uh, I don't. Last year, I don't think they did, but only because they had announced Homecoming. I think that I think the deal was they had to use the character in some capacity. I don't think it had to be necessarily animated, but yeah, that's why they have to do stuff like that, um, and that's what I had to like you know, decide to do a Venom film or not because they'd had those rights for a long time um, or they'd been bouncing around from studio to studio for a long time and they had a limited window to do something with it before it went back to Marvel. So, mm. yeah. But, yeah, we, no one wants Spider-Man over there. Everyone wants it back home. I've, I've literally just been, like, every night at the moment just been reading the original comic books and I'm just like, please, Sony, just give him back. <laughs> Don't deserve it. Um... Was there any other news that anyone picked up on? No, it's been pretty quiet. Nope. Well, in that case, there are a few things that have definitely made me mad this week. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Strap in, lads. <laughs> strap on. Strap in or strap on. Things that make you go. Ah! Things that make you go. Things that make you go. No, Michael Jackson talk on this episode, please. Right. Um, <laughs> so we talked Tingles. about it. <laughs> 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 My name's Mr. Jefferson. 
<laughs> so we talked about it a little bit earlier on, but one of the things that's really been bugging me has been uh, the reboots, the reboots of Disney films. Now, not for the reasons that you, you might necessarily think, right? So I went to see Dumbo, and spoiler alert, I, I thought it was pretty good. Right? It's, it's not going to win any awards. Well, it might do for like special. I mean, it was what it was. The it was three awards. <laughs> um, I don't think anyone was that bad, to be fair. Uh, you know, the acting was reasonable. Um, but yeah, it's you know, it was it was a good reimagining. Now, I'm not gonna. I, I won't name this person publicly because. You know, I've not asked them permission to do this. It's on their public Facebook, but not everyone will know who it is. It's, it's someone we've had associations with before. Um, but on the news that it underwhelmed at the box office, um, and I'll read this verbatim. I don't mind using a few swearies. But he said, uh, that's because you should not fuck with the original. The same thing they're doing with The Lion King and everything else they remake into a live action. Are we supposed to forget about the originals now? Freaking pathetic. I love the fact after using fuck a few times, they go to use freaking. Um, do something original, please. <laughs> right, so that was the statement. Now, I had a, had a, th- a, a little think about this, like just because it was quite a bold statement, right? So this is, this is why, this is what I kind of summarised. So first of all, I asked if he's actually seen the film. Because very much like Craig... I really hate it when people will just say something's awful without even having seen it. You know, I mean, I I can turn around and say that I think Aladdin looks awful because it does. But until I've seen Aladdin, which I'll have to do, the things I do for this podcast, I will have to go and see Aladdin. Um, But, you know, I can only think it's going to be awful. I will need to see it to make a final judgment on it, right? Because trailers sometimes can be very misleading. It's probably not going to be, but you know what I mean? Um... So, like, the first thing I said was, had you seen it? And the second one was, you know, Dumbo's based on the book. Because not everyone does. I think a lot of people think that Dumbo is actually an original Disney concept. It's not. It's based on the book. Now, what I then followed up with was that the original still exists. And that's the thing with all of these remakes. So, whether it's Jungle Book or Beauty and the Beast or anything like that, they still exist. No one is saying to you those films no longer exist or they were never made. They are there if you want to see them. No one's stopping you from doing that. And Dumbo's also like got some quite casual racism in it. So it's probably not a film that a lot of people... I'm, look, I'm not... I I'm not it's casual either. Well, I'm not trying to get into my safe space, right? You know, it's there if you want to see it, right? But it's, it's there, full stop. And it's probably not one of the things that Disney want to focus too much on because people have given it a bit of heat over the years for the racism in it, right? But the other thing I said with this and with the other live action films as well is that like the Jungle Book and to a lesser extent Beauty and the Beast because that's newer, but like we regard things like that and Dumbo as like animated classics because as adults that have grown up having seen those when they came out of video and everything like that, we we kind of understand and respect the history of Disney and where these things have come from and what these things were like. But my daughter and my son and other people's kids, they're growing up watching 
things like Frozen, like Tangled, like Big Hero 6, like Moana. And let's be honest, the oh. animation in those films is nothing like what you see in the Jungle Book. Is it? No. Those films don't, like... Like, they're, they're great because they're hand-drawn, and we can respect that, but they don't look that good when you compare them to our modern stuff, because that's what happens with, with time. Now, when we try to show things to my daughter, like Sleeping Beauty and Cinderella, she gets bored because it's not engaging enough for her. She doesn't, like, visually, it's not as appealing as something that's more brash like a Moana. I think, you know, when you go back to when those movies were originally released, right, we didn't have all of the tech that we've got now. No. And at the time, that was enough to keep people interested because they were visually stunning. Yeah. At the time. And I personally, I can't wait for Disney Plus. I've got a lot of them on Blu-ray, but I can't wait for Disney Plus because I'm going to go back to the beginning and watch them all from scratch. Ooh. Just just because I think, you know what, it's been a long time since I've done that. Yeah. I, I, actually, started, I actually started doing that the other day. Oh, really? Disney Life, yeah. I got through to the three Caballeros. Tap, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's going to be... I wanted to get that massive Blu-ray collection they were releasing um, over Christmas. Mm. Where I thought, you know what? These are all definitely going to come to Disney+. Plus. What is the point? They're going to be in, in high def. Or at least I'll well, be able to pay two quid or more a month to get them in high def. Yeah, and also as well, that Blu-ray collection didn't actually have everything on Blu-ray anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, it was really stupid. Like The DVDs were all DVDs, but on the Blu-ray version of that, any they hadn't released already were still DVDs. Uh, so oh, like gosh. I was like, no, thank you. I, I mean, I had a lot of them anyway, but even so. Um, oh, I tell you, actually, on an on a animated classic related note, I, I got Steamboat Willie Lego collection today. Oh, right, wow. Where'd you yeah. find it? It literally uh, just came out today, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it came out today. Uh, Dan, in Brighton, uh, Dan works near um, a Lego shop, so he popped it at lunch and picked me up one. Gosh. I know the Lego shop as well. It's way too expensive for what it is, but how much was it's it? It's my birthday, so I was like, uh, "Mum and Dad, can you buy it for me?" Cheers. How much was uh, it in the end? Eighty quid. Yeah, far Jeez, Louise, for yeah. Lego. My God, and That's... it's not even a big. It's not even a big set. It's yeah. not even a big set. And you won't even open it, probably. Oh, I think I, it looks yeah, too are. good for me not to open. <laughs> yeah, I'm just. I think I'm just going to get those Lego mini figure collection versions instead. Um, but but that's the thing. So like going back to these these remakes, right? So for me, what this is doing is two things. First of all, we talked about it before, it extends to copyright. Because everything's coming up for like copyright, Mickey Mouse especially. Um, so when you remake these things, it extends to copyright. So that's, that's number one. The second thing is what this does is somebody who is not familiar with the source material because they haven't seen it yet or whatever, that gives them a new way into this story. Now, my and this is going back to the example I've got. My daughter, we tried to get her to watch the Jungle Book, wasn't interested. My wife, my wife, wanted to take her to see the live action one. They went to the live action one. She loved it. What she then did was said, oh, mummy, can I watch the cartoon one again? Because she'd seen the live action one and in, had enjoyed it. And that made her want to go back and revisit the animated one, which, she, you know, automatically, uh, you know, kind of switched off from. So I think this is a nice gateway into giving a brand new audience a chance to discover these stories and films and then go back and actually look at where these have come from. 
And like I said, these films, like the original films, are still there. So you don't like you don't have to go and see all of these films. You don't have to like all of these films, and they don't take away your enjoyment of the original. They are still there. They are not tampered with, regardless of whether they should be or not. I think I agree. I agree with what you're saying in principle. My issue with the live action movies is not that they're remaking them. It's it's that they've mostly just been shit. I'm thinking very calmly right now. No, I mean, <laughs> like, I, I get that. Because, I mean, the thing I mean, is, uh, I love uh, the Jungle uh, Book, but not everyone uh, yeah, did. I, no, I didn't like it at all. And and I didn't like Maleficent. I, I oh, well, Maleficent. no, Maleficent. I mean, that is... <laughs> I, I know very few people that regard that as a decent film, and I can't believe it's getting yeah. a sequel. No, Cinderella, I thought, was pants. Yeah. Um, Alice in Wonderland, I did really enjoy um, I haven't seen Dumbo yet, although I am looking forward to seeing it, just because the cast looked good. Um, well, that's the one that I in Dumbo are a little bit different. Yeah, because they, they haven't. Those are the ones I've enjoyed it more. Well, well it, they haven't. Yeah, they haven't. They haven't just remade. So, like Beauty and the Beast, a lot of that was quite shot for shot. I think in a lot of ways, you know, there was a lot of beats from the, from the the cartoon. I haven't seen Beauty and the Beast yet. Oh, Ryan. Well, there's okay. a film we can put into the mix for the uh, the next After Dark of the movie. Well, I've just I've just got something against mm-hmm. Emma Watson singing because she can't sing, so I don't understand how she can be considered for Belle. Because they use auto tune. Yeah, but it's so bad. Nah, she like it, it, I I I honestly do not think it's as bad as people make it out to be. Like her singing, I don't think it's as awful yeah. as people make it out to be. It's, I mean, she's not she's not Broadway quality, but I've heard I- much worse. She's no Katie Price. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am looking for. I will. I, am, I will say. I am looking forward to watching it um, on Disney on Disney Plus. I will watch it on Disney Plus. You can watch it on Disney Life. Yeah. Stop I, delaying I the inevitable. Login for that. Oh, actually, no. I say, like, it's not on Disney Life. It's on. It's on Netflix, actually. Oh, is it? I noticed it the other day. It's on Netflix. I don't know why it's on Netflix, but it is. Um, but the, the, the you know the thing with Dumbo and Alice Wonderland in, in particular is they have taken the original books. And they've they've done things more like those stories. So Dumbo is it has some beats from the cartoon, obviously, but it's quite a different film to the cartoon. And in fact, I think the biggest problem with Dumbo, and maybe the reason why it's not done quite as well, I don't think it's a kids' film. I really don't think it's a kids' film. And I mean, you could you could have that argument with the original Dumbo as well. Um, yeah, even I mean, though it's, it's a scene where they all get smashed. <laughs> well, I don't. Yeah, they, but the same happens in Pinocchio. Um, but I, I don't, I, I, there's an awful lot of story in Dumbo in this new one, an awful lot of story. Um, and I think if you're quite young, you might not really get on with it because there's so much. So, you know, I mean, I mean, normally you only remake something if the original is inferior. Um, I mean, the original Dumbo doesn't. You know, it doesn't set the world alight, does it? It's not as though everyone's always saying it's their top of their list of their favourite Disney films. It's a nice Disney film, and more importantly, it's a short Disney film. And, and just also, over an hour. It has one of my favourite Disney songs in it. Which they use, you know, very well in this one. You know, that's one of the few bits in the film that's quite similar to the original. There are there are bits, there are points in the film where it obviously mimics the, the, the Disney cartoon. Um, but I also believe they are things from the original book as well. Um, but it, it, like it, it's different enough. See, I can be, I I can 
listen to what you're saying and and sort of agree with what you're saying there. Um, I personally won't go and watch it, but I don't have a problem with them remaking Dumbo. But when I see them wanting to remake Aladdin, which to me is one of their, you know, best films they've ever made, particularly with the performance from Robin Williams, that I do take a little bit of exception to because I just think it's just cashing in on the name. And the big, the thing that makes me angry about that is it literally the same with the Lion King. From what we've seen, is that it looks shot for bloody shot, and it's like I don't, I don't want to. If I want to see the same movie, I'll watch Robin Williams playing the genie because Will Smith is playing Will Smith, and I don't give a shit about Will Smith. But this is why I think they've they've got to be more smart with these remakes because Dumbo is old. Like, wouldn't it come out like 1941 or something, or 1942? Like, it was, it was an old Disney film. Cinderella came out in the 50s. Alice in Wonderland came out the same kind of time. So these were all quite old films. But Aladdin, Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, they were less than 30 years old. Mm. I, I honestly and think also- they've chosen those because they were so popular as animated films. But that, that to me... That's not what they should be gunning for. Yeah, that's not the reason to do it. No. But the thing is, if they can resurrect Peter Cushing and Carrie Fisher using their technology, why can't they resurrect Robin Williams to play the live action genie? Well, they wouldn't even need to live action him, would they? I mean, they, there's enough cutting yeah. on the floor from his audio to CGI the oh, heck out of that there's genie. Loads. There's loads. And they could build a CGI Robin Williams, no problem. I mean, he's blue all the way through the animated version. Yeah. Just they just they could even make him look very similar to the genie in the original, and I think they would not have had any of the backlash, even yeah. if it was shot for shot. You'd have people queuing up to go and see that then. Yep. Yeah. On point of principle, I won't go and see it because of that. As I said, I've got to see it because I'm a glutton for punishment, and I do this podcast. So, and pop off the dark. It's going to, have to be talked about on both of those. So, I will. I will go and see it. I, I you know, I'm not expecting anything. Lion King. I feel very mixed about because on the one hand, I like the jungle book, the, like the live action jungle book. Um, so that, you know, kind of tips it in my favor a little bit, but I also think, do we need to have this? Do we, we need, need to it. see this? So it's it mm. it, a waste of time. And they're using inferior people to, to replicate what they've already got. It's just rubbish. Mm. The thing is the, the biggest the thing that, mistake that they've made, with the new Lion King, for me, is it's Ernie and Nathan Lane. Like, they have played to Moan and Pumba since the early 90s when Lion King came out. They've continued to do their voices. They are two of perhaps the greatest, in my mind, animated characters that Disney have ever created. And to replace at least one of them with Seth Rogen, is for me just <laughs> the biggest fucking kick in the teeth that Disney could have done. Well, Those don't... Two- I don't Those think two are still willing to do the voices. That's the thing. It's I don't not like think, they were like, nah. I don't think Nathan Lane has actually done Timon for quite a while. Pumba's been the same, but I'm pretty sure on those uh, public service announcement things that they do that it's not Nathan Lane. For but example, I, he did say in an interview that they that they didn't ask him and he would have done it in a movie. Yeah, ah, well, yeah, that's that's why, Mister D. What was you going to say? I was just going to say that the thing that bothers me about it and it, and it's it's i guess it's also star wars and marvel as well it's just it's just how quickly they're battering out these movies and, and i just don't understand why they're doing that and 
you know, if it's like live action after live action after live action after live action, you know, they're thinking for a lot of criticism about, well, well, where are the new original movies, you know? And, and I just don't understand why they aren't taking more time to make sure these live action movies are, are really good because they're based on, you know, well-loved, well-known animated classics. So they should almost be, you know, kind of crafted and, and, and spread out a little bit more and then more original movies put in between them. But yeah, we- I, I agree. I mean, I think you think about it, though, every year, I guarantee the conversation in the shareholder meetings is next year's a bigger year. Next year's a bigger year. But you know yeah. what? This year has to be the last year they can say that unless Disney Plus really kicks off for them. It's the end of an era for Star Wars. It's the end of an era for Marvel. It's certainly going to be an end of an era for the live-action remakes. I mean, where do you go after Aladdin and Lion King, really? Well, Mulan, apparently, but... Let's not make it shit. Um, <laughs> like, there's no way that next year is going to be even half as profitable for Disney as this year. I mean, the thing is, and we talked about this a few months ago, we looked at the live-action films, didn't we? And yeah. when was the last time Disney had a big live action film that wasn't an animated remake or a Marvel Star Wars film? It was a long time ago. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. <laughs> because, yeah, I know it was. you know, they, they do attempt to do, I mean, look, last year, how much did they throw down 150 million odd on a wrinkle in time? Bombed. They threw a lot. Yeah. Nutcracker and four, four Realms bombed. But I'm, I don't understand it because any, I mean, are they just putting the wrong people on these jobs? Because I've got, no, I, any, I anyone saw out. those trailers and just went, anyone decent that saw that script would have just gone, yeah, this is this is shit. Let's not green like that. Yeah, I mean that 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 to me is is the problem, is that when they do that, I mean they've got one. I think it's coming out in August, which is obviously again the dumper month of the year for for films. Um, Artemis Fowl. Now yeah. I don't know anything about the books but i know that it, you know it's a fairly successful uh book um you know disney are, are planning on this you know be the start of a new franchise as every movie show does but time has shown that they do these things and they just don't take off for whatever reason so it's all it's all well and good saying disney should go back to doing more original stuff but people aren't going to see those original films so what's what you know in, in a way what's the point but again, those original films that they have produced have been pretty terrible. Hmm. They're, they're, yeah. they're, no one goes into work the next day talking about them. Coming today? Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, I just, it just feels like they're, they're just pumping out films. You know, it's short-termism, really, because they've got these massive properties like Marvel, Star Wars, and um, and, and I guess you could say the live action remakes, if you think think about them as kind of three properties. And they just seem to be exhausting them as fast as they can. You know, that in a couple of years people will just be burned out with them. Well, I mean the thing is not, not maybe not the diehard fans, but it will get to the point where it's like, oh okay, another Marvel movie. Yeah, okay. Well no, of course it will. I mean the thing is you look back through history, what was popular in the sixties and seventies? Spaghetti Westerns. You know, everything, you know, you, you had loads and loads of films set in the Wild West. They all died a death. Every time someone tries to do a film like that, now it flops. You had the same for a while. Pirates are really popular. That disappeared. You know, then those films started flopping. Um, you know, space. You know, when Star Wars came out, you got a load of films set in space. And most of well, those flopped. 
would you like to hear um, what films that Disney have got in production right now? Dom. They've got they've got 143 at the moment. What? Not Jesus. including Fox. They include things that they've they've announced, <laughs> things that are being scripted, things that are in pre-production. So this 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 contains every last thing on the slate. 143. So at the moment, these are the ones that are um, just been announced, but haven't done any work on yet. So of course, some of these may not even see the light of day. Uh, Jungle Book Two. Yeah. Prince Charming origin story. Oh, oh my God! That's scraping the barrel. That's yeah. The uh, barrel's truly been scraped. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sister Act three. Oh God! Not starring. <laughs> live action Snow White film. Uh, live action Hunchback of Notre Dame. I'm on board if all the dwarves are played by Warwick Davis. By the way. Uh, live action Little Mermaid. Uh, live action Sword in the Stone. That could do well, I think. Uh, live action Tinkerbell. Oh, Nick, Nick, Tron 3. Uh, they were talking about it yet again the other week. One of the producers at Disney said that um, they still hope they get to make it one day. Uh, well, you know, again, why are they putting all these Tron coasters everywhere if they're not going to do anything with the franchise? You know, it kind of yeah. makes sense. So they're all the ones that uh, have been announced. They've even got Alien Legend or Legion, sorry, uh, currently in development. And then if I skip down to, um, well, films in the production, we've already spoke about them, haven't we? Mm. Um, let's just look at this link here. Um, I mean, they announced a Phineas and Ferb live action film about five years ago. Disney do like to announce a lot of films that just never seem to go anywhere. You say that, though. They've bloody done a Kim Possible film. Yeah, but Disney Channel TV movies don't count, do they? No. Live action Peter Pan. Sword in the Stone doing really well live action if they do it right. Yeah, but they can't, can they? Because, you know, King Arthur, another guy, Richie Project, King Arthur came out last year, bombed. This year we had The Kid Who Would Be King, which is actually a really nice kind of modern retelling of that of that story that flopped i don't think people care so at the moment disney's currently working on the following scripts cruella yeah dash star and emma stone yeah okay dashing through the snow whatever that is emperor oh here's the contentious one genies oh god uh james and the giant peach again Magic Kingdom. Well, that one has been floating about for about the last 12 years. Night on Bald Mountain. Right. Uh, sea Slugs. <laughs> That's a film about us. <laughs> the Black Hole. Yeah, that was supposed to be the follow-up to uh, Tron Legacy. I mean, not literally the follow-up, but that was supposed to be the next film by the director of Tron Legacy was supposed to be Black Hole. The Magic Knight. Uh, untitled Shakespeare musical. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a bard. I'm a bard. Macbeth, uh, Macbeth. My name is Macbeth. <laughs> and that's it for scripted stuff and then all the others we've already discussed. There is, what's the, what, there is one they're working on at the moment. Oh, God, what is it? You haven't mentioned it, but there is one. Oh, Uncharted 2. Yeah. 
Not a Pirates of the Caribbean. I think it's called as well. Disenchanted. No, there is. Johnny Depp back for Pirates now that he's been cleared, pretty much. Oh, there is actually. Yeah, untitled Pirates of the Caribbean project currently in development unknown, likely to have completed script. Yeah, the two the two guys that were writing have quit. They were they announced it a few months ago as not as being a new pirates film without Johnny Depp. But as Ryan said, now that he's kind of been cleared of, of the charges put against him, I wonder if that means he'll be back. But the rumour was it was going to be uh, revolved around uh, Red. I'm not being funny, though. They lucked out with that franchise. And Johnny, oh, Depp, it, Johnny Depp is that franchise. Nobody outside of the Disney parks gives a shit about Red. And actually, most people that go to the Disney parks give a shit about Red. Uh, she's not even doing meet and greets anymore. Like it's, 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 they've taken her away. It's a no-go character. Without Johnny Depp, that franchise is nothing. Mm. The best they could do is bring back the original cast for one more, yeah. uh, one more film, as they've teased. Job done. Yeah. Finish the franchise. Actually, there is one not... film. There is one live-action see... film that did we haven't mentioned. That uh, came out after the last one. Bill Nye didn't know he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> they asked him. They went so. You're looking forward to going back to Pirates? And he went, what are you talking about? They went, you're in it. You're in the end of the last film. And he went, I'm not. That's amazing. Went, yeah, you are. One of these stunt doubles. Um, one thing you didn't mention, Chris, was um, the Jungle Cruise. Uh, that's finished production. Yeah, it comes reason. out October. It doesn't come out until next year. Oh, they delayed it to next year. I think it was supposed to come out in October. And if they if they pushed it back to like, Spring of next year now. I well, say why they've done that. Yeah, because... looking at it, they don't want to cannibalize on their yeah. other releases. By looking and, at and yeah. also, as I said, next year is not going to be big for Disney. Is nowhere near as this year. So, attach a rock to the film; it's going to make some money. Well, I um, and it'll be rocks. I, I imagine around the scenery in that as well. Double double rocks. Yeah, double rocks. Um, I mean, may you know, is that so? If Disney listens to this podcast now, which of course they do every week, as we know. Um, should we suggest that what Disney needs to do is make more films based on attractions in their parks instead? Well, they've been trying to make a Haunted Mansion film for the last 15 years. Mm. Well, ever since the first one came out. Come on, Mm. let's not forget about that classic starring Eddie Murphy. Look, I listened to that episode of The Customer Is Always Weird. Oh, no, was was it a theme park trader? No, it's Customer Is Always Weird. Yeah, I listened to that, and uh, it reminded me why I've never actually sat through the whole thing. Um... And uh, Guillermo del Toro, wasn't it? Yeah. Supposed to be doing it for a long time. Um, I mean, you know, if somebody is running Disney at the moment that loves IPs in the park, why not flip that, reverse it, and just turn the things in the park into IPs? Yeah. Nondescript coaster, the movie. (laughs) Coming to a cinema near you. But do you know what I mean? Like, you know, Jungle Cruise makes sense. The Haunted Mansion makes sense. Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, Big Thunder Mountain could make a really well, good movie. As as uh, P Dubs will tell you. Well, unfortunately, Mr. D, we already have a Tower of Terror film starring Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, no, yeah, but remake. <laughs> and Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, remake it absolutely. Um, but yeah, as P Dubs will tell you, there's they've already done a comic about uh, Big Thunder Mountain. 
Yeah. And Disneyland Paris, as on the last Discover DLP episode, I talked about the history between uh, Big Thunder Mesa and uh, and Phantom Manor there and how that all ties together as an actual land. So there's, you know, you could do something with that property quite easily. Um, I'm sure you could do something with a, with a small world. No, you don't want to be doing any of that. Well, no, I know. But yeah. <laughs> all, all the kids come alive. Um, but yeah, maybe that's what they should do. Those properties are already like popular in theme park fans' eyes. Why not do something with it? And as Mr. D said, Tower of Terror, if you, uh, if you did something about that, because that film, which I've never seen, um, has nothing to do with the Twilight Zone, does it? No. It's his own no. film. So why not do something about that? And that way you could eradicate the Twilight Zone out of it. Well, I mean, you could always do like a, um, yeah, a proper version of Captain EO. Risky. <laughs> yeah, very risky. I, I think, I it's, think it's in cool, today's... Mr. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Jefferson. I think in today's climate, it might be a bit trickier um, than it might have been a year ago. Yeah. But Captain, Je- Captain Jefferson is called. Yeah. Starring uh, R. Kelly, Robert Kelly. <laughs> Anyway, um, Shinobi versus Dragon Ninja on repeat. So, um, I mean, that's that was my very long, elaborate, and overextended rant. Um, I've almost forgotten what the, the, the point was I was making in the first instance, but um, was there anything else that anybody needed to get off their chest this week? Uh, no. No, but I was just going to have a quick look see what Marvel's got in production. Go on. Uh, oh, no, it all comes under Disney. The only other interesting thing is the Animation Studios is currently developing a film called King of the Elves. That's been going about for a little bit of time now. I remember mm-hmm. hearing about that a while ago. They, it was one of those things that they released, like, the um, the title like a title poster for, a bit like they did with that. What was that one with the, um, was it Newt? The one with the lizard? And um, also, uh, was it Gigantic? Mm. The Jack and the Beanstalk one? Neither yeah. of which ever, like, mm. well, Newt was cancelled midway through. I don't think Gigantic even started production. But, yeah. King yeah, of the Elves, right. King of the Elves, I've definitely seen a title card for. I still don't know how we've not got a sequel to Big Hero 6, to be honest. They've got yeah. the animated series instead, haven't they? Yeah, what, sorry? They've got the animated series. Yeah, I still think it deserves a sequel. Oh, I mean, it, it definitely was one of the rare films they could have turned it into a sequel, unlike things they have turned into a sequel. But um, I think that's that's the way they're doing it. I, I saw, the other day, and this was something that pops up on Disney Life, there's a uh, 101 Dalmatians cartoon now series they've just launched mm-hmm. uh, I think it's called 101 Dalmatian Street well, I don't know why um, <laughs> the Dalmatians do some dancing possibly now there's a good Disney remake 101 Dalmatians that oh bad, you're not going to beat the one with Hugh Laurie surely that's the one I mean yeah oh right yeah, yeah. I thought you meant let's do it again well, actually, they did, didn't they, with 102 Dalmatians, and that wasn't oh, very that was, good. That was bloody awful. But, mm. um, yeah, and, and we, we put it on quickly just to see if my kids were interested in it at all. And my wife said, why is the animation so awful? 
And I said, because it's cheap. Because recently, and this is going off a little bit of a tangent, um, after uh, my daughter went to see uh, How to Train a Dragon 3 and watching those films, um, we spotted the series on Netflix. Yeah, I've watched did. that series at least three times. Wow, okay. <laughs> I've seen like three episodes. Um, but the one thing that stands out with that compared to what Disney have been churning out is it looks like the film. Like the animation is really good for an animated series. Yeah. It really, you know, it's not it's not as good as the films, but it's not far off. Like you can see it's in the same universe. Whilst with things like, uh, was it Tangled Animated Series, they've called it now? Or yeah. something, they keep changing the title mm. of it. Um, and, uh, and Big Hero 6, and, you know, obviously with me and Ryan were talking last week about uh, the Mickey Mouse shorts. They have this really cheap looking stylized animation, mm. which I don't mind in principle, but when it's supposed to be following up from something else, it just looks cheap. Big Hero really 6 cheap. as well. Yeah, exactly. They just look cheap compared to those originals. The uh, 101 Dalmatians, the original one, the reason why that looks so bad was they actually used an early version of a photocopier. What? It's true. It's true. You can look that up. Wow. To, to you know, do all the cells, all the little, you know, repeats and things. And then they just reused animation from other films. Well, that was a time when Disney, like you, you can see YouTube videos now where they compare the animation and they've used some of the same animation, exactly the same still, animation, different films. Still did it all the way through to the 90s. Uh, the, one, the one that really got me uh, recently was the end of Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. When, when Bella and uh, the prince are dancing at their wedding, everyone in the background is just a static image. There's yeah. no <laughs> facial expressions or anything. It's fr- like looks really, really awful. Clearly run out of money right at the end of production. Well, they Cat- used the scene from Cinderella, didn't they, for that? I think you could be right, actually. I think it was because there was two men dancing together, so they just froze it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't upset the Russians again, do you? No. Um, right, I don't think there's any final line to leave an episode on than uh, something about the Russians, so... If there's nothing else from anyone else, we'll wrap up. Time, gentlemen, please. Very good. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Uh, as always, thank you for your support. If you don't subscribe, please subscribe. It just means when episodes drop, you get them straight away. Um, we're recording... Uh, what are we recording this week? We're recording a Universal After Dark, so look out for that. We're recording a new Pop After Dark. We're recording a new Discovered DLP. We're recording a new After Dark at the movies. Uh, is there anything else we're recording this week? Don't think Probably so. Probably more Lando or something. There'll be something, uh, I'm sure. Yeah, Customer's Always Weird will be back with a new episode next week. Friday. Friday. There you go. So so keep your eyes out and for those. As a teaser, um, Amanda and I are working on something new. Yes, and it's not the Casper Slide Part 2. Um, mm. and yes, I need to speak to you guys both about that. Um, I also say that Friday's edition of The Customer is Always Weird is all about Brexit. Oh, Ooh. well, if you wanted some, they've, they've just voted on no on everything again. Yeah, yeah, the saga continues <laughs> and continues. Um, and also, possibly because I've set it up, 
uh, if we get around to it, um, me and Ryan are going to try and look back through the Marvel films up to Endgame. Um, yes. I think I'm a three films ahead. But um, yeah, that, that might also be something. So if it does, if we do do that, we'll, we'll let you know when that comes out as well. Um, but yeah, thank you very much. Um, we'll see you in another, well, in about two weeks for another episode of This After Dark. You can all say goodbye now. Goodbye now. Bye. Sayonara. Bye. I need a big ball. Bye-bye. 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 Good night. All right, lads. Just to let you know, we're teaming up with the After Dark Podcast Network. What's that then? Oh, it's this bunch of good people with some decent podcasts. They look out for each other. They've got that This After Dark one. Everybody's got one. Pop After Dark. The customer is always weird. You know, they scratch our backs, we scratch theirs. So how much are they paying us then? Well, nothing. Oh, for fuck's sake. You are listening to the Half and Half Scarves podcast. This is what happens when a bunch of mates get together to talk about football and the clubs they support. A shambolic mash of stats, unqualified opinions, and chat about the game we love. In short, it's some miserable sods who hate half and half scarves and your half-time skinny lattes. Listener discretion is advised. Why? Because we like you. Kick it! Can't get enough, can't get enough! He's the one, two, to a podcast and thought I'd really like to support those guys but I just don't know how to do it (laughs) well then you're in luck there are now two ways for you to be able to support us the first is by going to our Spreadshirt page at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash after dark network here you can pick up t-shirts for all of the podcasts that we do the other way is by visiting us at patreon.com forward slash disafterdark that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash disafterdark any money raised by buying some merchandise or pledging your support on patreon means that we can keep producing more content for the after dark network on behalf of the other after dark podcast network hosts We thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it and thank you for your continued support.